Hello, welcome to Perry on Privacy, episode 46. So I was following a story this week about uh, Gmail and that uh, developers have access to people's private email data. So we all know that uh, Gmail scans people's emails to serve better ads and there's been cases of uh, law enforcement accessing people's Gmail. Um, There's also a lot of developers uh, that work at Google that would have access to people's data, but we wasn't aware that third-party developers would have access also. So I found this quite alarming that it was uh, third-party developers. And um, there's a good article on the Wall Street Journal that sort of uh, has a lot of information about uh, who who these developers are. And one company in particular is uh, Return Path Inc., and uh, they build sort of hundreds of different apps that would access uh, Gmail data. And uh, a, lot, a lot of these apps, people wouldn't be aware really that these th- this is happening because they've, they've got an app that does another purpose, but it actually requires access to Gmail's email data in order to provide that, uh, that information to the user. Um, it would probably mention that in the terms and conditions, but I don't think many people really read a lot of those terms and conditions of these apps. And um, there have been you know, many concerns in the past with Gmail and scanning emails. There was a lot of students that were unhappy in uh, 2014 about Gmail scanning their email to serve them better ads. And um, I think after a lawsuit, there was uh, changes to to the Gmail platform that no longer served ads to students. And just last year, they announced that they were no longer going to serve ads or scan emails for advertising purposes. Well, I think this is a lot worse than scanning ads for, you know, advertising purpose. This is giving uh, third parties access to Gmail data. And uh, while they do, you know, screen each developer, it's quite easy to become a Google developer. I'm a Google developer myself. I had to, you know, agree to some privacy policies, fill out some forms and pay a one-time $25 fee. And that's it. And then you'd have access to, or you can get gain different levels of API access, uh, the Gmail API access, and then you can build apps that would uh, essentially pull this data so um, quite concerning, really, and definitely a, a good time to uh, to get off Gmail if you're using Gmail as your, your main email platform. There's lots of tools that uh, are available to you, and uh, really you want to sort of exercise data portability with your email. You don't want to be tied down just to using one platform because you've had a Gmail address since, you know, 2004 when it started. There's... Uh, there's a plan in place that you can have to, you know, forward your emails from the Gmail address to your new account. And I always say, get your own domain for email. This way you have data portability. You're not tied down to one host and just forward your Gmails to your new domain email. And eventually everybody will catch on. You've got a new email address and uh, it's really quite easy to change your email address. Uh, of course, you've got to then go through all the steps of, uh, changing the logins as well. But if you've still got access to that Gmail, you don't actually have to change the uh, the logins either. So some thoughts there on uh, 
migrating off Gmail was this is definitely a, a major privacy concern that uh, data is being accessed by third parties. And uh, Google actually did respond to this. And I always find their replies quite funny because they don't really have um, public facing uh, people that talk about these things and comment that all of their uh, sort of communication is text-based and words that sort of uh, go around the topic. And uh, I'll link to the uh, the response from Google and also the Wall Street Journal article uh, in the description of this podcast. So you can check it out there too. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.